Portland, Oregon. Hello, I'm Jackie Cation. Hello, I'm Lori Kilmartin. <laughs> and that's Kyle, Kyle Clark working Hello. the working the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a fun little brunch we had. Yeah. We all were doing shows on what I consider to be my weekend in Portland. <laughs> and uh no, we're all <laughs> meet for brunch and that was uh that was cool. <laughs> oh god that made me laugh you guys went to go um, have brunch at the venue that the three people i was with we were all performing at right? that night it was just a series Isn't that of weird moments. absolutely accidental random yeah completely random and hilarious that is awesome uh how did uh yeah um, do you want to talk about Portland or are you ready to move on, Lori? I was mad at Portland on mm-hmm. after Friday night because I had a I had a kind of a low turnout on Friday. And I was like, what the fuck do I have to do? I can't, I don't know what else I have to do. I'm doing as much as I can. And this is it. Right. One person for every year I've been in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I counted the heads. I was like, 1987, 1988, 1989. I was up on top. I named every single audience member a year of my comedy. Um, And then... uh, (laughs) Did you say, I'm calling on you, 92. Let's hear it. (laughs) So uh, the show was fun. Like, they were good. But I was just like, so I was... it, it, It led to a collapse internally about like, how, how, how's any of this going to keep working? I don't get it. Um, But then uh, Saturday was really good. And then the money ended up being better than I thought, I guess. I don't know. I was like, lose money. And I, and I did okay. It was, it was fine. So it was an unnecessary. uh, Shelly McClendon is a delight and uh, very supportive. So this is good. The room is great. And it was, you know, I did feel like, you know, having you two across town uh, definitely didn't help my ticket sales and I'm not blaming <laughs> you and I'm still speaking to Maria, but <laughs> she was so, talking about how much fun she had in moon tower going for a walk with you. Yeah, that was cool. We had a good time. And and yeah. I, I don't know if you guys had this, but I had people come up to me on Saturday, Saturday that had been to your show on either Thursday or Friday. So there, there's a lot of Jackie and Lori people that did both. And I thank Oh, them. great. For the you know for making it a weekend of uh, of their favorite of stand up comedy yeah that's amazing yeah uh, I because Maria doesn't have any merch and I sold out of merch by Friday second show see when you so I didn't that, meet anybody on Saturday <laughs> I um I I'm glad we're not physically in a room together. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to attack you. <laughs> there might be a shiv. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and the and the audiences, you know, were a delight. And Maria essentially fixed a joke of mine, and then I couldn't. She fixed it. I still couldn't do it right, so I still have to work on it when it's not um, because it's the long one that I'm gonna change lives, Laurie, with this bit. Yeah. What? Oh, me too. I can't oh, wait. I, wait. I, so I had, I have uh, an hour of material that changes lives on my special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I have no, um, no one's actually ever told me their life was changed, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, my jet blue bit, which was a little all over the place without a closing laugh in New York city. Yep. Yep. Together. Chop, 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 chop. Got some, uh, got some more beats and a good ender. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And, uh, and then uh, my cl- else is, is coming along as well. How about the joke that I inspired? How's that coming along? It's not coming along. It's not. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> take it on. <laughs> it might be a dead end. It might be a one. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, might might have been in the moment. There might be something there. I'm sure there's something there. <laughs> One joke, but it's a lot to explain. It just <laughs> you're friends with somebody in recovery that your stories are boring to them because they don't end in some sort of car crash or crack addiction. And so you <laughs> always have to I always have to add in details that are interesting. <laughs> Keep your interest. Why do you have to slam Mulaney's special? <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, did he do that in a special? Yeah, the new one. Yes. Supposedly his new one is literally just an hour uh that, recovery oh, yeah, share. I that premise. No. Uh 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 oh. oh no, he didn't do that premise. No. His it's uh that everyone I've 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 known who's sober and has been to jail is like, yeah, yeah, get to the Get to the point. <laughs> uh, see, I was riveted by Mulaney's special, so uh, I have, I have <laughs> stories. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to want to hear your tame stories, because um, he was had to, he was intervened, wasn't he? Intervened, mm-hmm. yeah, by by celebrities. Not only an interview, oh, okay. but famous people telling you how you you have, you're harming them. <laughs> I mean, that really ups the ante as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, my intervention uh, was non-existent. I was arrested. Uh, <laughs> my intervention was done by the state of California. <laughs> quickly, quickly after the state of Minnesota decided to uh, intervene. Wow. Back to DUIs, my friend. Yeah, your your court-appointed defense attorney may have been leading your intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to hire an attorney or did you go with what they gave you? I I recommend you go with what the, especially if you're going to be like, no, no, I'm guilty. Uh, don't pay extra. Don't bother. Right. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah. No, I borrowed money on the second one to hire an attorney. And uh, the judge was like, if you could afford an attorney, you could afford all these fees. Oh, so, no. yeah. In the, in the first one, I couldn't I afford to hire an attorney. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's it was weird. a long like, time ago. I paid everything off. <laughs> I yes, paid off those like, credit cards. Yes. I have empathy for you. And I'm like, oh no, not fees for Jackie. But then if you just said a normal drunk driver, I'm like, slam that motherfucker into a prison cell head first. Throw him away. Throw away the key. <laughs> it's, uh, I, my second DUI though was, uh, it was, Pretty, I was, I guess I was, uh, I was coming over. Here's what I have to say. Laurel Canyon, already real twisty. Right. You were drunk on Laurel Canyon. Oh my God. 11 That's shots it. and nine beers. I think I was drunk. So I, yeah, it's already super weavy. And then we get on Ventura. I'm about seven or eight blocks from my apartment. Uh, Ventura and Vineland. And um, I get pulled over. And the cop says, ma'am, have you been drinking? And I just, I just, uh, I said a lot, but I'm okay. Oh, Jesus. I don't, oh, my I, God. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend that. <laughs> and he's like, wow, please step out of the vehicle. And, <laughs> and then he took me to the police station. And then luckily my friend Brian Gannon slept uh, with a answering machine next to his bed. And so he, because the cops told me that I could go home if I could uh, get someone to come get me. I had many things happen that I don't know if they would have happened if I wouldn't have been a white lady. Um, And quite as admitted, you know, and quite honestly, as charming as I am. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) because he moved my 89 Mazda 323 hatchback off of Ventura into a parking lot. In, oh, into uh wow. yeah wow. so it didn't get towed wow. nice That's yeah it still ended up costing me seven grand uh don't get a dui you guys pay for an uber it's cheaper in the long run right i mean you never want to start a sentence with my second dui that's my number no one lesson. first dui was of course because of a boy and you, I thought for sure because I had had a crush on this guy for like two years, and I'm like, and I had gone a lot to this of party next to him, Jackie, to call back the entire him. time, the entire great. time, just standing there. <laughs> and then I went to this party knowing I was going to get drunk, and I was like, I parked my car somewhere safe, and I'm like, I'm just going to take cab home. And uh, I drank like a fish, and then uh, he asked me for a ride home, and I was like, finally. 
It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Guess what? It was absolutely never going to happen. Wow. But uh, so I drove him uh, went down the uh, downtown Minneapolis, going down a one way, the wrong way. So I mean, who asked someone as drunk as I was to drive he, them home anyway? Exactly. He had two years to get a ride with you and he <laughs> you're so hammered that you can't even drive the right way down the right road. Right. Right. And the cop that time, the first time he said, ma'am, have you been drinking? And I said, I am drunk. And he oh said, God. wow, please step out of the vehicle. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I spent the night, I spent the night in jail that time. And um, I was there with a lot of very, I was probably 26 or 27 or something like that. But um, no, I must have been 30. Yeah, whatever. I was too old. I should have known better. Um, but the uh, the women that I was, it happened to be all young black women. And they were like, what'd you do? And I told them that story. And this one woman goes, you are the dumbest white woman I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, so. Very glad uh, you were never injured and very glad you never injured anybody. Amen, sister. Amen. So I did a bunch of shows, sold a bunch of merch, got to hang out with uh, Maria and Scott. Super fun. And then uh, got uh, got to see an old friend from college. And then I today we flew to Seattle. We got we landed at like 430. The show was at seven. And so I. Yeah, it was tight. Was the hotel near the venue? Near the airport. So, but just five minutes. So we went to the airport hotel and that's where where I am now. So I get to sleep in tomorrow until like nine, which is great. I've never seen a hotel right next to the airport. Is it recommended? I think for a one night for sure, right? Yeah, because then you can, because they'll always have a shuttle. Yeah, I think John Fox put me up at an airport hotel while I was when I was in Seattle for a weekend, and I'm like, "Come on, dude!" I yeah, that's not good. Fuck? I can't, I can't roam around downtown Seattle when I'm working there. Oh, that yeah, means- yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, and then um, big theater, the Neptune Theater. She uh, almost, uh, I think it was sold out in the end, and um, and. But we were both uh, pretty punchy. I mean, the shows, the show went well. My timing was slightly off, though, and I couldn't find my set list. And then I got off stage. I was like, oh, there it is. Because um, I wanted to work on all this new stuff because I uh, that's one of the joys of of working with her is that you can. Yeah. And um and it was, uh, and, that, and then that was super fun. She's going on to work uh, British Columbia uh, for the next week. Oh, cool. And, yeah. And I'm coming home. I'm doing Throckmorton on Tuesday. So I'm going to be home just overnight. And then nice. I fly to San Francisco. Um, and then I come back. Cool. Uh, I'm home for a while. Uh, I'm going to, um, in July, mid-July, go to San Leandro for the... Uh, Oh, the wine thing with the, with the uh, squeaky clean. Yeah. That I got material for. And then, uh, I was just updating my calendar at June 30th. I'm in San Diego at the mic drop. I'm doing a Sunday show there. Cool. And then, uh, which I'm excited about. I've heard it's a great room. You guys were all talking about it and I knew, I knew. Well, cause yeah, I'm I'm doing the the Comic Con week because of Dork Forest, right? But I can't get anybody, and I asked fancy, fancy fucking people, and I was like, for sure they're going to be at Comic Con. But I guess uh, Comic Con is literally phasing out comic books. Is that what the rumor mill is? Really? Is that it's just all video games so and movies? All- oh wow. Yeah, so like I asked Kelly Sue DeConnick, who wrote the arc that the ca- the Captain Marvel movie is based on. I asked her husband Matt Fraction, who wrote um, uh, so many things, including a great uh, no, that was Dan Slott. Uh, Fraction's written so many amazing we things, uh, but I, yeah, I mean he's there. They're okay. And then I uh, asked Gail Simone, who's a DC. She writes a lot of DC, like Secret Six and mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
like Harley Quinn and all this stuff. And then um, I just asked Mark Wade, who wrote Definitive Superman, and none of them are going. None of them are going. Whose idea was this live Dork Forest at Comic-Con? I think it was Mike Drops because it's a Thursday night. Yeah. And so I just asked, Maria said she could probably do it because she's doing a panel. And then get this. So Thursday night, the week of Comic-Con, Mike Drops, seven o'clock, Dork Forest, please come bring people because I don't know what the hell this is going to be. It's probably going to be Maria as a guest. Cause she said she'd do it. And I was like, uh, I will pay for all the Ubers and shuttles in the world. Cause I tried to get Mary Mac, Mary McMack, uh, who is uh, going to be doing panels at Comic-Con all weekend. Cause she's on a, uh, uh, a, a cartoon called solar opposites, but she's yeah. doing the small room at Mike drop stand up on that Thursday. Oh, no. At Is 7 it- p.m., completely opposite me. Okay. Um, how about, uh, well, I'm like, all right, let's promote everyone's shows now. Who else is Who else is doing a 7 o'clock show in San Diego? That isn't us, Jackie. Okay. Well, it's opposite me. I know. At the same venue. I was like, can't she just be the guest on my show? And then, over. Yeah. Maybe no, it's an hour. Differently. It's too um, much. All right. So uh, what about Kristen Schaal or Eugene Merman or uh, any of the, um, uh, oh, my God, Bob's, Bob's Burgers, Burgers people? What about, what about true. Wendy Mulyou? She's one of, I think I'm saying her last name wrong, uh, NEAU accidents. She's one of the writers. She and her sister are like, uh, I think, creators of it. They might be. I've heard of her. I've heard of all these people. I don't know yeah. them well. I mean, I know Kristen and I know Kurt. Um, well, if if Maria could do it, and I also pinged Brian Hussein, he might be doing it, even though he would be a comic book because he he's been he's been writing. Uh, he's got new stuff out, but my favorite thing he wrote was an arc with Jerry Duggan uh, that was uh, Deadpool. Anyway, but yeah, so I'll figure that out. But please, uh, if you are going to Comic-Con, come to the show. And if you're not going to Comic-Con, but no people in San Diego, tell them to come to my, because Friday and Saturday, I'm doing four shows. Um, at Mic Drop? Yeah. Okay. I wonder why you're doing four shows on a Friday, Saturday. I'm only getting one on a Sunday. I'm starting to take this personally. You should. I don't know what to say to that. It's a, it's a, you get to do other shows. I don't get to do like, uh, you, you just did, uh, you did Albany, New York. I didn't get to do that. Really? That's my friend. Joe Wilson is dying. I've asked, I've been asking Stroop every two months if I can go to Albany because my buddy Joe Wilson is living on borrowed time there. He's, He's got cancer and I'm, and I, I, we just went and visited him last June. He has paid money me. like he has, people. He hasn't booked me any, any other, and I did great. And they love me. And they're like, we don't even have to have the bouncers there. <laughs> they, right. Yeah, but right. I, but, you know, but they, I don't get to do it at all, which is, uh, uh, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be bitter about it. You, that's your role. We each have our own roles on this show, Laurie. <laughs> I love the notion that you aren't bitter about things. That is, <laughs> and I'd love to meet this Jackie. When will she ever show up to this podcast? Oh, it's happening right in front of your eyes. <laughs> I'm so full of peace. All I am is just made of peace. Uh, I am serenity personified. Here's the so thing, I'm look- you when you get banned from a club, I get banned too. So if you're getting well, weekends at a club, I should get a weekend too, since I seem to feel the ramifications of your rats. <laughs> Just me and my morals, the fact that I stood up for something. I don't know that you got uh, banned because of that. I think that, uh, I don't know why. Had, had you worked that, that ser- the, all those clubs before? Yeah, Tacoma. I worked Tacoma. Lo- they, I got a big thank you note signed by the entire club. They love me, blah, blah, blah. Great shows. Well, I, I say you initiate contact again oh, and just throw I've throw me trying. under the bus. I've been trying. Okay. You don't have to tell me to do that. That was done. <laughs> as soon as you started talking, there were, <laughs> I don't know this bitch. I don't know what she's talking about. You can follow whoever you want. I don't, I don't have to tell you twice. <laughs> <laughs>
All is forgiven <laughs> in my world. Well, next week, um, just a, a lateral, just in the world of the business. I've so my new website's going to come out next week. Yay! And um, and the new special, sort of a soft open. Mm-hmm. of the new special that uh, the director, Kyle Clark, Hello. ladies and gentlemen. Hello. And uh, we got a trailer and everything. And uh, Emily hired to keep her foot on the on the break. Yep. Uh, so it didn't turn into a snuff film. It's Olivia Grace. And uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Olivia. And uh, what's nice so, is that you have stayed consistent. So the credits joke will work forever. <laughs> Damn it. Is it Olivia? Mm-hmm. I thought for sure I was right this time. Yeah, no, it's Emily. It's not Emily. It's always going to be Olivia Grace, Jackie. That's why you still live. Okay, so I, I got it wrong. What a mess already. It's already a mess. But uh, the yeah, the new website, uh, I'm going to have to, there's just, I'm just. How much are you spending the can you put it in the chat if you can't say it? Uh, yeah. No, you should totally. It's reasonable because I thought it was going to be more than this. And it was. And it's so much work. It's called uh, the name of the company, Promotional Rescue. Previously, uh, one of the comics of the week, Melanie VC, And Promotional Rescue. <clears throat> it's like, um, I think it's it was, it's it was, I did both. I paid for two things and it ended up. Um, yeah, you I thought it was going to be like she gave you a different rate, you know, and she, that's maybe right. Oh, so, so I, I mean, that's no, know. it wasn't. I thought it was going to be uh, at least another third of that or twice that, and it can be as low as that. Oh, so I think we should do it for the Jackie and Lori show, maybe. I do, and too. um, it's a mess. but you should. Going through Weebly and all this shit and Square now, it's like 15 different apps to get to the page I have to edit and I can't stand it. Yes. Right. And it is it, uh, are, are, is JackieandLaurieShow.com, is that on Weebly or Squarespace? It's a separate thing. You could move it to any place. It's its own. Okay. We own the domain. Okay. We can move it. We can move it around. Right, right. But right now it's parked at Weebly, right? Right. And Weebly, okay. Weebly's extrication, uh, you know, protocols are like, I'd rather get a hostage out of Iran than. (laughs) (laughs) A a guy that I, that I had a really fun couple of, I worked with them a couple of weeks, uh, about 15 years ago, who's been doing my, my website for the last 15 years. And then it's just on his server and it's not a lot of money, but it's like, it's one of those, those, you know, he's like a tech nerd guy, but now he has like a, a real day job and he doesn't need yeah. to have yes. and, and be in charge of that. So I, I emailed him and I was like, would you care? Cause I'm, I'm moving it. You don't care. Right. Is what I told him. And he said, you're right. I don't care. Uh, how can I help you move it? And so he's been very, very supportive. And, nice. but she, she's, uh, yeah, she did, she did Maria's. Hmm. And she's reasonably priced and she knows what the hell she's doing. The only thing is, is I have to move it to Squarespace and Squarespace is probably 300 bucks a year uh, to, to host it there, why Square, which why, why is Square Squarespace involved in all this? Square, not Square, Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace. Okay. Yeah. And Squarespace, I think, uh, I think Mark Maron's podcast, they're one of his, uh, so we're going to, so Melanie PC was like, use the code WTF and you'll get 15% off. And I said, let's do an ad for Squarespace and Mark Maron's podcast on this. Why aren't they? Because the thing is, is if they were, if, if uh, I bet you, if we did an ad for them, we would get a free, free website. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, um, Max Fun. Well, talk to him. That set that second rate you posted right there is how much I'm spending this week on tenting my house for termites. Mm. Ooh, termites. Mm. That sucks. Yeah, because guess what I had last year? Fucking rats. Okay, it's nonstop pestilence here at this house. Right, right, right. Why do you have, why are there locusts? What's happening? I don't know. It's, uh, you live in a very nice neighborhood. Why are there so many bugs? 
I don't um, know. I'm not sure, you know. I know why the rats are. It's because of my bird seed. I just have to. Oh, okay. I, I can't get rid of the birds. I love them so much. I need to come up with something. One of our neighbors posted on Facebook a picture of a noble black widow, which is a white black widow. Um, uh, Florence Pugh. No, uh, it was a, a, a white black widow that uh, looked terrifying and is much and is actually more poisonous than a black widow. Wow. I mean, that's and I was like, where the hell did you find that? Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it is bug season anyway, but termites are, you know, they're a a different thing, but, uh, yeah, so it's gotta be done. So, uh, my kid and I are going to live in the garage for a couple days, hunker down to have to pack for that on Tuesday to move four yards away (laughs) and get get everything. Right. (laughs) Right. Cause they'll tent it and then you'll have to give it a couple of days to clear out. Won't you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. Luckily. The, the, what they do is they suck all the oxygen out of the house. So things die, you know, Okay, it's just, uh, they, they suffocate. Right. Right. Um, So, uh, so it's gonna, it kind if, if they have to put the tent over like bougainvillea and stuff, then. Oh, it's going to kill your plants. Well, it won't kill it. He said, if you water a lot, they'll just take the oxygen out of the water temporarily. You know, it, it wouldn't okay. be a long-term way for them to live, but it's just, it's just going to be, I just, it's going to It's just a pain in the neck and expensive. And it's, and- it's like, look, I'll, right now when I have very little income, all these like things that I, I can't even enjoy are, I, are mm-hmm. things you have to fix that you, you, uh, you, you, Termites? They're I, not I an it, a termite. Okay, I was just told yeah. That's not it. Yeah, it's it's not enhancing your life though. No, it has to be couch. done. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not a new website. It's these invis- right things in the attic. You know. <sighs> you got sets this week. How about that? That's a better I topic. Do. I'm at Flappers on Monday and Sunday, and then Thursday and Friday I'm doing Hermosa Beach, and then uh, Friday. Nice. Doing a set at the lab on Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo's show, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, you know, definitely open to see to anything on Wednesday and Thursday. If anyone has anything, um, or if anyone cancels, please give me keep in mind on Tuesday. My son and I are going to a concert where it's oh, his concert. Ed Sheeran, yeah, Ed Sheeran. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just know he's not cool. I don't know any. I don't know anything about him, and I'm sure your son is like not a chance. No, so. it's this band. Although I think it's one guy, but it might be it. We'll see. It's called Grandson, and uh, okay, very dark nihilistic uh, lyrics. I like his voice a lot too. It's his voice is very recognizable, and he just released an album where he fell in love. And my son's like, "Whoa, what? this guy's like he's happy all of a sudden." Uh, it's, it's, uh, we, uh, we the first album over and over again where he's talking he's, he's like total jet like to me a gen z voice where you're just looking at it's mass shootings it's suicide it's climate it's all this shit that they're looking at on a daily basis he just put into these cool songs and just like, right right that's what they're thinking about and then all of a sudden this guy oh. had a girlfriend <laughs> there's hope for everyone yeah so we're excited that's grandson that's cool okay the only set i've got this week besides up to the throckmorton and back is next sunday i'm doing the crow for laura house's show and um that'll be fun i could use some more sets yeah let's uh let's take a break Oh my gosh, hi, it's me, Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture game show, Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play a whole host of games, like one where I describe a show using limerick, and our guests have to figure out what it is. Let's do one right now. What show am I talking about? This podcast has game after game, and brilliant guests who come play you. The host is named Dave. It could be your fave, so try it. Life won't be the same. Uh, a big business starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Close, but no. Oh, Is it Troubled Waters, the pop culture quiz show with all your favorite comedians? Yes! Troubled Waters is the answer. To this question and all of my life's problems. Now, legally, we actually can't guarantee that. But you can find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And let's talk about our comic of the week. 
Oh, we're 30 she, minutes in, Lori. She's been in our, our on our list for a while. Uh, uh, her name is Leslie Liao. She's uh, okay. very funny. She's, you know, sarcastic. I love her. I watched a couple of her clips. I don't think I've done a set with her. I'm not, I don't think so. I think. I is she out of LA? No, she, yeah, she's here, but I think I've been on, okay. a, on a lineup with her at the West Side, but maybe I left or something. I don't know. But um, uh, she's got a ton of followers on TikTok and, and Instagram and her, uh, her reels are really funny. The stuff she has on from Don't Tell her are really good. Oh, good. Uh, check out and her uh, let's see her yeah what's her handle yeah her handle is oh my god r-e-s-r-i-e-r-i-a-o um and her guess what it'll be in the notes (laughs) her last name is l-a-l-i-a-o so that i-a-o is carries over from her last name but i have no idea what (laughs) reservoir it's restory rao it's the l's being replaced by r's oh okay all right. I feel oh, really- I see. I see what's it happening. It took me a minute, so yes. I wanted to share because I, I was wondering the, if everybody else was going through the journey in my head. <laughs> I will not be uh, saying your username just out of... clever. Uh, yes. Out of- <laughs> I took that bullet uh, to explain the joke. I, I've been through some HR meetings, <laughs> so I will not be saying her username, but she's hilarious. And um, there you Find go. Find her. Book her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it so... Uh, so wait, I, it's Leslie Rial. Oh, you said it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she tricked you into saying it. She tricked you into saying it. I was tricked. Your it's honor. You were tricked. <laughs> Your <laughs> honor. <laughs> it's something, <laughs> something out of something out of a Phil Silver sketch from 1967. <laughs> um, Phil school on that. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's the only one who can do it, you guys. Yeah. So, uh, you, I think it was you last week telling me to, to listen to Julia Louis Dreyfus's podcast. Aaron told us, and our oh guys, oh Aaron uh, Foley, yeah. yeah. We have, you know, we guys, we for our our Patreons, we do uh, once a month, we do a guest with uh, a former comic of the week, and we did ours with Aaron Foley last week, and it's it's a great conversation. I love Aaron. And she told us about Julia Louis Dreyfus's podcast, Wiser Now, or something like that. Than me, Wiser Than Me. Yeah, she talks to older women, and she's sixty-two, so she's talking to like eighty-year-olds. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, I've listened to almost all of them. I was trying to get to um, to Carol Burnett, but because uh, I didn't know who anybody else was, uh, I, I, I uh, yeah, there was there's like fashion people and politics people, and um, like the first one was Jane Fonda, and that was amazing. So and then it was uh, Fran Lebowitz, oh, who I loved is very funny. But uh, I will not. I would. I wouldn't invite her to the house. No, I wouldn't. So, uh, I wouldn't want to meet her. But I. She would eviscerate her. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love to listen to somebody else meet her, but not myself. No, thank you. Right. I'm on Amy Tan, which uh, I never read Joy <laughs> Luck Club. Ooh. Hell yeah. Uh, I haven't. Li- I listened to Fran, her, uh, J- Jane, and Carol, and then Isabella Allende. Uh, oh, yeah. She wrote, I have to read more of her books because she wrote this one book called The Long Pedal by the Sea, which is about, uh, it takes place in during uh, the Spanish Civil War and people resettling to Chile, which is the pedal by the sea. And um, hmm. it's so good. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I gotta. I, I loved it. I don't know why I didn't immediately just read every single one of her books. I always like to take a break from a like a great book and then read books that annoy me. I guess that's my. <laughs> and Andy does the thing where he won't read the same author two books in a row because it gets yeah. the voice gets in his head. Yeah. I love reading everything that somebody wrote if I if I really like them. So, um, but the Ruth Reichel uh, episode. You know, I got to meet her one time. She was, she was the, she a food, a food editor. I think of um, very famous New York Times or something. Uh, no, no, um, like Gourmet Magazine or something. Oh, okay. And she got when when Gourmet Magazine closed down, it was very sad. I met her at Livewire in Portland once. I was doing a Livewire, um, America Media thing for NPR or whatever. And she was super fascinating and very interesting. And I bought her book. 
It was a cookbook and also essays. And the essays irritated me <laughs> so bad. She Why? talked about her job at Gourmet and how she almost lost her third house. And I was like, not out loud, Ruth, not out loud. That's an inside your head voice, my friend. Uh, people, people are, there's trouble, you know, people are. Well, also, it, I would I would assume, you know, here's the thing. There was a time in the magazine era where they made good money, you know, the, yeah. the writers and editors of magazines made a ton of money. And so maybe you could have a third house being a magazine editor. I don't know, but no, uh, no, you totally could. You, yeah. She was making bank, and when wow. the thing closed, she lost her job. Yeah, and so she said that they were strapped for cash. Yeah, and that they were going to have to get rid of maybe the Hamptons house. And you're like, I'm sorry. Did you want me to? Are you CK? Do I have to watch you jerk off in front of me? Uh, <laughs> please stop touching yourself in front of me. Anyway, so but I did. These are all women in like their seventies and eighties, and ninety. She's ninety. That's awesome. And but Ruth, yeah. Well, Julia Louis. Okay, so I met Carol Burnett once, and right at Conan. You've seen that picture. Yeah. I was at Conan. She was a guest, so I and I never asked. <sighs> I only asked to meet two people: Carol Burnett and Chrissy Hind. Right. And right. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So I, Carol Burnett. Uh, I as soon as I see her, I start crying so oh there's my god me, i've got like makeup running down my face i'm smiling now apparently uh this is a common reaction to meeting carol burnett like she she if she leaves the house middle-aged women will start weeping when they see her so i, I, I that's what that's like and tell you tell you meant so much to me and she's you know she's like i'm just gonna get coffee I, 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 right <laughs> And so it was funny because Julie Louis Julia Louis <laughs> Dreyfus started crying before the interview. I'm oh, like, did oh, she? God. All right, Carol Burnett oh. can't get away from people from women crying at her. It's awful. That's got to be torture. <laughs> oh, that is very that. The okay, so the Diane Darlene Love one mm -hmm. was amazing. And uh -huh. I never saw that 20 feet from stardom or whatever. I never saw the documentary. Oh, but Darlene Love was amazing. Season. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. For, uh, Nick so these are people, uh, everyone, uh, Deanne Warwick and, and uh, Elvis Presley and uh, Bruce Springs. I mean, everyone. And um, she, she, she sang a Chris. I think she sang a Christmas song every single year on uh, Letterman. Right. For like a, Right. Years, yeah. And she, what was her, like her advice was amazing. It was just her son. Uh, one of her sons was in jail for 12 years oh, no. uh, because of the three strike rule. And he had weed. 12 years for weed. Anyway. So darling love was great. Diane von Furstenberg oh. uh, was <laughs> you and Maria would both love Diane von Furstenberg really? uh, because she brutal her. She explained about her mom. Her mom was in Auschwitz and was released from Auschwitz and weighed 49 pounds. And Diane von Furstenberg's grandmother nursed her mother or, uh, to after two years of feeding her like a fucking baby bird, I guess she was uh, back up to her fighting weight. Uh, married her fiance was told not to get pregnant for like another couple of years got pregnant right away and had diane von furstenberg and, Di and diane von furstenberg at one point says um you know you can't you have to face your fears my, that was the thing my mother taught me is that you have to face your fears i, I told my mother i was afraid of the dark she locked me in a closet for a night Oh or a God. day or something. Yeah. And so you're like, is, don't be the child of a Holocaust survivor. Uh, it sounds, right. she, she was like, she oh would, God. she would be, she would be uh, arrested for that. Now at Julia Louis-Dreyfus, there's this very telling silence. And she goes, so how did you raise your kids? Was there, did you, did you do any 
And she didn't go, did you lock your kids in a closet? <laughs> but that was the implied question. And the implied answer was that Diane von Furstenberg's mother was still fucking alive. So probably had a pretty good pep, you know, influence on her, her grandchildren. So Diane von Furstenberg's children. Because the Auschwitz survivor lived forever. What? She's still alive? No, no, no. She would be like 120 now, but she lived until her grandchildren uh, had had children. Here's yeah, she problem. lived a long time. Oh, uh, if your mother, I'm just, it's the fashion. <laughs> just spitball. Diane uh, clearly designed gowns and clothing for women who weighed about 49 pounds. Like you would think if plus size line it would be the daughter of a holocaust survivor but whatever uh, too funny I know very uh, much um, about her, you know uh except she is married to barry diller and that is uh it seems like a marriage of convenience i don't <laughs> uh I, everything i've heard is he uh may not be into diane Furstenberg's, but um and and Barry well, the, Diller, well, here's the thing. Barry Diller was the um, he owned IAC, which owned Twenty Three Six, which was a website I worked on, and it was a political comedy website. And as soon as Obama was elected president, they they pretty much within a month or two they shut the website down. It's like oh, we don't want any more political comedy from you guys. So whatever. And, he, <laughs> and then he. I have- give terrible comedy notes uh so i I look at him i don't don't want comedy notes at all take your comedy notes and jam them in your ear um i have enough notes to give myself about my comedy uh whether or not you know i'm working on all of these new bits Uh and i'm quite honestly this is uh this is an embarrassment of riches i have too many fucking premises yeah so i can't i have to I have to just put so, shunt some away. Take them one by one. Bird by bird, Cation. Bird by bird. <laughs> and uh, But I will say, speaking of politics, and uh, this has been the last Julia Louis Dreyfus. Maria, every day I'll be like, so I listened to this one. The last three <laughs> days I listened to these two. But the last one I listened to was Gina McCarthy, who I did not know who she was by name, but she was the head of the EPA. She's uh, worked on the uh, – she's a big climate um, activist, and she okay. has the greatest Boston accent in the world. Oh, my and, God. And um, it's, it's a great episode. She is uh, – they're super smart. And – and all of these women are older than we are, because Julia Louis Dreyfus is slightly older than we are, like good five years. And um, the the advice is great because all and most of them swim. Did you see? Did you hear that, Lori? Oh, They're almost all swimmers. Oh, nice. All right, mm-hmm. there we go. I, I, yeah. I mean, uh, you know who else swims? You know Karen Morgan. But we have no offhand, but the, she's okay. a, she's one of the New York Times did an article on her and Leanne Morgan. They're not related, but they're the same age as us, and they both have Netflix specials, and they're like killing it, right? Um, and they just oh good different audience, you know, or they they've cultivated an audience, whatever. Um, uh, but Karen is a open water swimmer. She just posted a picture of herself, like in front of a lake. And I was like, oh damn, that's incredible. She's taken the summer off to do open water swims. When, when do I have that life? Yeah. Yeah. Now I got to fucking pay for termites. (laughs) You got to pay for termites and you got to grind it out. You got to grind it out. Hey, or should we take a second break? Perfect timing. J. Keith, do you know what I love more than the trivia, comedy, and celebrity guests on our podcast, Go Fact Yourself? No, what, Helen? Sharing all of those things with an actual audience. A live audience. Woohoo! Well, lucky for you listeners, Go Fact Yourself has brand new episodes featuring live audiences cheering on guests every month. And we still have all of our Zoom episodes with contestants and experts from around the world. We can truly have it all. Yay! You can hear it all twice a month, every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, no excuses. So if you're not listening, you can go fact yourself. 
we're back. And, and listen, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> we, Jackie and I have a show at the Crow in Santa Monica on July 13th. So please come to that. It's going to be a live show. We got Danielle Perez. We got um, uh, Katie Hughes. We're still, we still have offers out and we'll, uh, we'll have more comics, but even just the four of us is like, mm-hmm. that's magic for you. Did, uh, didn't you ask her as I type her name? Oh yes. And Jasmine Ellis. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. uh, that's right fine. Yay. Yeah. I mean, it's, a so that'd be show. cool. Love Jasmine. Yes. Yeah. I was like, so someone else was missing. <laughs> right um, and uh yeah no, so yeah not not too not too many comics because we all want to uh do some real time and and see some see some, uh, slightly longer sets like 15s then, are fun yeah um and uh what else was i gonna say and we could do another zoom we could do another zoom show too for yeah. july yeah because yeah max yeah. fun's into it our people are into it yeah all the people all, all the people who Listen and watch this show. Uh, you- enjoy a Zoom comedy. So I listen to other podcasts on other networks, and <laughs> so it's uh, Cheryl Hines has a podcast with Tig Notaro, you know. And okay. I hate RFK Junior so much that when I hear the ad for their podcast, I get angry. I'm like, why is Cheryl laughing? Doesn't she know what her husband is doing to America? Stop it. I can't control. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I right? You're right. You're always right, Lori. I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) Is you spend you spend a fair amount of time keeping up on stuff just because I think it's that monologue muscle where you're just like you're reading three different uh, kinds of do you hear about Russia and the mercenaries, right? About I'm exhausted. I don't know what's happening. Every time I, I, I read and I'm like, I got it. Then the story changes. So I just feel like you fucking figure it out, Russia, and then I'll catch up in a week. But please stop right. irritating yeah. me with these competing storylines. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot of competing storylines. It's true. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do with the information either. Uh, all I know is that honestly, I just, I want, I have this bit and the problem with the bit is that it's about it's about the American dream and the Hollywood dream and the dream of true love. And so guess what? That's huge. Yeah, that's a lot. That's like a, it's a lot. That's a one woman show. I don't want to do that show. No. I want to do altercation, which means that I have to write that. And then I also have to write the spooky reading girl pitch. Um, and other than that, I've got to do the new website and I have to do MailChimp and I got to figure out who's going to, if I'm really hoping Maria's, uh, cause she said that she could be my guest at, at uh, mic drop on Thursday. Um, but I don't want to count on it until I've actually talked to her. (laughs) I know. I know. These are my worries. These are my worries. And problems for 20 minutes. The EPA lady recommended uh, a, a a novelist that I just read her first book, and it's a mystery series novelist where the mystery is happening in like a Gilmore's Girl like uh, town, yeah, but in Canada, so it's not the Gilmore Girls like town at all, and it's outside of Montreal, and and it's a murder mystery thing. And I only read the first one, and I have no idea where the other eighteen books could possibly go because it would be like a murder she wrote thing where the murder keeps happening in this tiny fucking town. That's too much, too many murders. Well, do you like Louise Penny? Is her name? Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you read murder mysteries. I don't think you do. I, I haven't, um, but you know, uh, that's always mm-hmm. a possibility. I, I have to make, so I, I made it, I, I created a Dropbox full of reels and clips that have done pretty well for clubs to use. You'll, well, for oh, Acme. good. And yeah. uh, I have to find, I'm going to try to find some Acme clips that they can also post, but I guess, you know, that's uh, something to do so that these clubs can email their list with your reel or whatever. I mean, yeah. Acme. Yeah. Acme just asked me for a reel. I know I'm bringing Carmen Morales and Anna Valenzuela with me to open 
because I, I want Lewis to meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to open for me at Acme. So um, that's nice. I'm there and with Lewis. Mean. My dear friend from San Francisco, he, uh, he, I, I don't know, he was going to be Tony. In, yeah. Tony Kameen. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, what a great show. I know. Minneapolis. Get out to see Kill Martin just for Kill Martin, but also now Tony Kameen. Oh, he's so fun. He's L- just, Lewis so will fun. love Tony Kameen. Oh my God. He will. Because how much Lewis loves Frank Conniff and Josh Weinstein and oh, Chris yeah. Bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. and he just finally recorded his first album. I, there's a lot of us San Francisco comics that are just really late to that shit. <laughs> I don't know why, but like, dang, he's so funny. I saw Kevin Kataoka on the, um, on the picket line last week too. Uh, Love Kevin Kataoka. I've seen him in a long time. He's so funny. And we were just talking, we're like, God, how long have we known each other? It's weird to have these really long friendships <laughs> in comedy, right? You know? Yep. Yep. 30 yeah. years I've known him uh, yeah. off and on. I started at the same time he did. So whenever that is, you know, I, I'll w- wait, how many audience member heads did I count? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so it's, it's, you know, like we spend a lot of time meeting new comics, right? Mostly mm-hmm. when I'm at the stand, I'm always meeting newer comics, right? And they're funny and it's great and all that. It's, and it's, Sometimes it's just nice to <laughs> see someone you've known for a really long time and you don't have to reintroduce and you just have to speak, you know, as com- I- I'm describing old friendships as if I've just discovered, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty great. Yeah. I will say Maria's doing this great bit and it's on her new comedy dynamics special. So I don't think I'm, I'm ruining anything, but the, uh, it's the one about how, uh, she's talking about, um, sex addicts anonymous or something like that and how there's some people from our work who could use this 12-step group and um and they should definitely you know uh uh they should go before it's court ordered that they go to sex (laughs) addicts anonymous because um because you know and now you know it's because and she loves what is it? She loves a, a sexual predator. She's like the ones where they're um, they have to have like they if if they move into your neighborhood. What is that called? Megan's list. Where the, Meg, Meg's law. Yeah, like Megan's law. But whatever it is, it's called like they're they're on a list of some sort. Yeah. And um, she's like, I love that because then we know exactly where you are. Where with comedy, I mean, we know where they are. I mean, she's like, well, that, all, all I can do is put an asterisk next to their name on green rooms. But um, <laughs> she's like, we all know where they are. They're touring. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, I think I started do that at at a, in Austin, maybe at, at Moon Tower. Sure, sure. Yeah, she she was. Uh, I think prepping for that that special. Um, I was so. wrapped by Pride bicycles uh, in Portland. <laughs> so I, I saw the real. Okay, even though I was like so depressed on Friday, I was like, I'll go to see Maria and Jackie's sold out shows. Right, and hang out. And see comics. But then, so I turn down a street, a little street, and uh, get to the stop sign. And all of a sudden, there's like a ton of bikes. And they're all like lit. You know, they're, they've gotten like uh, LED lights over them. And it's pride. And they're just, they're biking. And it, it just looks like one of those things where all the cars were all stopped. We're going to wait for these bikes to go by. And then they keep going. And that <laughs> for 10 minutes. And I'm like, how yes. many Gay bicyclers, are there? Yeah. Right? Oh, all of them. All of them. But uh, see, wait, but then I see uh, one of them. One of them was like, had a bike and they, they were, um, I think they were playing low rider. I mean, one of them was very distinctive and they came around again and I'm like, oh, all right. So they're just making a loop. It's not like there's thousands of them. There might be 200, right? Right. So right. Up. I like I t- um, tell the other cars behind me, hey, I'm turning around, guys. So I back up. I pull up to the the other end of the street where there's a stop sign, and they're 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 behind <laughs> that street too. Like they're literally going in a circle around the street I'm on, and I couldn't get out. And it just oh and my gosh, that time I had such a uh, an interior emotional collapse that I just wanted to go home to my sister. 
Yes. Uh, I have to say that when we took the took a lift back to the hotel from from the club, uh, that our driver, first of all, in my opinion, was drunk. Oh, and I was so genuinely uncomfortable that Maria at one point said, do you want to get out of the car? And I said, sort of, but we're almost back to the hotel. And we ran into that parade, by the way. We and uh and he the guy was it was genuinely and he said, I wish I was going to your hotel. I would just go to the bar and have, you know, and just get drunk and then just go crash in a in a bed up there. He said, Last night I didn't get drunk. I just had uh, a beer and like three shots. And I was like, I I'm going to have an intervention with you right now. Uh, and that intervention is me getting the fuck out of this car. Did you tell Lyft or did you tell Uber? Mm-mm. That guy should not be no, driving. I, I just told you. Uh, that was, you're the only one who told. You have to have uh, right? You, I mean, that guy should not No, be- it wasn't. It was, I think it was in, it was on Maria's account. So it wasn't, I didn't call the, call the car. Um, yeah, I and he wasn't that drunk, but he looked like he was. I don't understand what I just said. That is, I actually not. Okay, maybe that could be the title of the show. He's not <laughs> that drunk with capital T H A T. I don't know uh, what I just said. I think that's more. <laughs> that could kill somebody's child, and as a mother of a child, <laughs> right? Right? It could. Her. Should not be driving, and, but he's also the somebody's child. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, you know, they fucked up a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to do a lot more stand-up comedy and get all of my jokes done. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. make that happen for me, Lori. Uh, if you could just somehow coming to me, make it possible. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we at here, Kyle? We're pretty close. We're at uh, 55. Okay. Anything you want to anything you want to close on, Lori? I think oh, I'm also reading uh, a Hercule Poirot. Uh like they a, a modern writer has yeah. written this uh a, a, another a, one of those mysteries mm-hmm. and yep. I'm reading this and, book by uh, Sophie Kinsella, and uh, it's driving. Is it about baseball? No, it. Why would it be about baseball? I don't know. There was someone named Kinsella who wrote a baseball book, The Natural. Don't can't remember. Well, this is a different person. It's called Surprise Me, and um, it's it's so I get so irritated when I read it. Uh, I don't know. I want to finish a hardback. I don't like leaving hardbacks unfinished, but God, it's taken. Is it nonfiction? Yeah. Is it fiction? Okay. uh, About uh, a woman who realizes she's going to be married. She and her husband realize at the same time they're going to be spending the next 50 years together. Like they got good health and they just realize they're bored. And uh, so they're going through a series (laughs) of things to liven up their marriage. And uh, I'm wow. my, my stance the whole time is get a divorce. You're fucking bored with yeah. it. Yeah. That's, you know, there's a different, someone was saying, I think it was the woman Gina was saying that she doesn't like, she doesn't read a lot of novels. She mostly reads mysteries. And I was like, what the fuck is a mystery if not a novel? Yeah, just, and um, yeah. it's a different kind of novel, but I knew exactly what she meant. You know, those Oprah book of the week, you know, slice of life, sad sack, you know, where it's a navel gazing and it's beautifully. They're often so beautifully written. The prose could make you sob, but who gives a shit? Because you're like, hey, why don't you? Uh, I would like someone to win at the end of a novel that I've written, uh, read. I I need to read a, I, I, I don't want, I know people who are making terrible life choices. It's like, it's. I can't read a novel where it's sad. Um, I would say Isabel Allende was a great novelist. She writes beautiful stuff. Sure. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. when someone and writes comedy, I'm I want to jump out of my skin. It usually I'm usually it, David Sedaris used you know would make me. It's very I'm very particular when it comes to comedy writing. You know, 
You know what? That's what I liked about the Thursday Murder Club because that's that guy's a comedy writer in England. He doesn't try to make it funny. He's he doesn't write jokes. He writes characters, and they're making them. And it's funny, but it's funny in just a likable human way. It's actually a delight. Those Thursday Murder Club books. Well, yeah, this person is is writing jokes. Oh, God. I would like to give that person a paper cut with their own book. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Um, I, I can see how I'm to gonna... a comedy writer, it would be really funny. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. No, I can see that where you're just like, okay, well, you wrote a thing uh, if you're a comedy writer. but um... And maybe I'm just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.